we have the honor at the Macau Stars Podcast to bring you two brand new shows to our ever-expanding network. First is the Unhinged and Uncensored Podcast, where I and good friend rapper Lolo Savage talk about really whatever we want in a completely wild format that drops every Tuesday at 2 p.m. But wait, don't forget to catch our other brand new podcast, the Guts and Gore Podcast, where we give horror films the dissection they need to see where they stack up every Thursday at 2 p.m., Please click the links in the description to find out more info today. Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events they've seen in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late-night hip-hop shows. This company has been working closely with this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So, if you're looking to plan your next Get Gear event, head over to their Facebook page to learn more today. Guys, what's up? This is the Stars Podcast. I'm your host, always Colin McAllister. Uh Joined today by a really special guest. Uh, I feel like I'm, I there was a period where I was like always trying to get you on, and you were just so fucking busy, and you know, not in the city. And you, you know, here you are, a recent yep. Des Moines citizen, ladies and gentlemen, returning guest, Deround Hero. Uh, in my opinion, doing? one of the most talented MCs to grace the city of Des Moines. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. It's uh, been a great day. Um, you know, I went to work like a regular citizen. Um, I'm just grateful that uh, my job isn't as stressful as it used to be. Yeah. So now I can come out and do things like this. <laughs> you actually you know, have time on, with the homies. Yeah. You actually <clears throat> have time on your hands. Do you, Do you feel that like things are just easier living in a city? Like things. Uh, come together a little better or like what are your thoughts on that um <clears throat> i mean i grew up um in the houston area sure yeah so i'm used to the city life mm-hmm. um you know i lived in a small town for about 10 years and then moving back to the city i feel like everything's just more convenient mm. and you know there's more things to there's more things to do yeah yeah, small town living's rough, man. I fucking like. I don't know if he knows about me. Like, I grew up in a small town, yeah, like Orange. I remember. City. Yeah, Orange City, Iowa. <clears throat> fucking crazy Dutch fuckers up there, and like it's like living in like a. Con- it's almost kind of congested in a way. Like I remember even like living in a small town when I was like with Max's wife. What was like, your What was the population? Uh, okay, so where I grew up was about <laughs> five thousand. I think Canton was okay. about. I want to say maybe 3,000. So even less, yeah, the town that I... That's tiny. That's like a come and go. No, it's like a Casey's and a Dollar General. Oh, yeah, 100%. No, <laughs> that was definitely like... Uh, you'd be at the bar and people would be just throwing around the N-word. Like, no. <laughs> so it was a sundown town. Yes, it was sundown town. Yes, for All sure. Right. Stay away. <laughs> Stay away. Duly noted. Stay away from Canton, South Dakota. <laughs> or Ohio. <laughs> Either Canton. It, really, if a town's just named Canton and your skin is darker than mine, I would recommend maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe staying away. Stay out. Really, anybody, you know? Because like I didn't get like I didn't get along those small towns either. Like I was uncomfortable with shit. Like I I would get like mad. Like I would like get drunk and like hear people saying that. And I'd have to like go outside and have a cigarette because I'd be like about to fight some motherfucker. Out. Yeah, <clears throat> it's just well, it's, it's just, just it, it's just stupid. Really, at the end of I mean. What racism? Sorry, not to get deep right off the bat. 
But racism at the end of the day is just stupid. It is very ignorant. Stupid. Like the, I've never heard like an intelligent racist person. <laughs> Find one. Show me one. I dare you. Please. <laughs> they don't exist. They don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's like that people try to argue like uh, <laughs> the IQ of race. <laughs> like, just shut the fuck up. The darker you are, the dumber you are. <laughs> well, I did get some research on that, actually. <laughs> no. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it's a setup. It's a trap. <laughs> this whole thing is a trap. <laughs> So uh, you looking to like uh, um, uh, you know expand your music living in you know because you moved what was it you moved at the beginning of August um, like mid July mid July that's yep, right okay mid July so I've been here for a couple months yeah so I mean you're still selling in um, you know but you and I have talked and I know you've been kind of um, you know on the on the look to kind of expand your music kind of you know do more of that. Like I, I guess, what are your what are your thoughts on the horizons of you know trying to, you know do do it here in the city? Well, music wise, music wise, yeah. <clears throat> um, well, you know, like I said, we just moved up to the crib, just bought a house, me and wifey, just been getting it unpacked and you know getting the studio set up. Okay, like you got this. You know? Okay, you got your pictures on the wall. Hell I'm, not yeah. even, I'm not even that far yet. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't drink anymore, man. I <laughs> I got time in my hands. You that's, know? Good. <laughs> that's really good. I'm nah, good time. You know, I got the text that you said BYOB, and I was like, I remember because you said in, in an episode that you, yeah. I think it was with Lolo, that you said you wasn't drinking anymore. Yeah, yeah. He was sad. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. No, um, and, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, no. I, um, I got distracted with the question. <laughs> um, with the music. Um, yeah, I mean, once I once I find, once the dust finally clears, I can get back out and start doing shows. I mean, I did a show a couple of weeks ago with uh, DK. Mm, that's right. That's um, right. Zeering. God, I gotta get um, in touch with him. Shout out to DK. Yeah, just because he's been the one that's always been like, "Hey, man, come out, come out, come do something." Uh, this Friday at Good Vibes. I don't know if you've been to. Yes, you've been. Did, to Good did Vibes? you not go there? Or is that not the place? I don't know. It was a yoga. It was like a yoga studio. No, okay, I haven't been there. Yep. No, I haven't been there. Um, there's an open mic that's pretty cool that I've performed at. That's right. Yeah, I've heard that they do that. Yeah, shouts to good vibes. Um, nah, yeah, DK's. Uh, we had a show out in Zeering. He had got booked for like a three hour set, so he just brought homies out. Yeah. And we threw down. Um, yeah, that's awesome. DK's like one of the, I, um, he's like one of the few people in the city that I feel like, not even one of the few, but like one of the most prominent ones that are like constantly on shows. Like I feel like every yeah, time I see him out there, like every time I open up the Instagram, it's, <clears throat> it's one of two people. It's usually OBS or it's DK. Yeah, one of those two people OBS. shouts to OBS. Like either one of them fucking like doing new shows, doing new whatever, you know, it's fucking awesome to yeah, see. Yeah. They've been constantly doing work. Um, he just bought a crib. He lives like five minutes down the road. Yeah. Oh, really? From here? Yeah. Not nah, from from oh, my house. Oh, from you. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. From my okay. House. okay. Um, so I don't know. I think 
I'm probably going to just be, you know, starting over. I, I still, you know, the last show I did, you know, I did the same songs that I've been doing. I haven't really sure. done anything new um, except for that song that I did at DK show with DK. Oh. Um, it's called A Piece of Peace. Uh, we haven't, I don't think we've released that yet. Okay. So, um, that's cool. So, though. yeah, man, I think I'm just going to be starting over, trying to get some singles out. Make Hell a yeah. face. Well, so but you've been like sitting on stuff for a long time, right? Or yeah, you yeah. Just, I, <laughs> I got too. I got too many things. Yeah, uh, just you're one of those motherfuckers who has like hun- like <laughs> hundreds of fucking tracks. I know because you and I yeah. have done track. Yep. I'm still waiting for the day that I, that I hear about. Hey, Coleman. <laughs> hey, I finally got Novocaine. Finally, finally got, got Novocaine Nova done. Yeah. yeah. That was like that, that was like probably one of my proudest moments as a as a producer though, and I was I was. I'm honored to have yeah, you. Yeah, man, you're making one. some beats. Yeah, man, it's and oh, that's right. I almost forgot you've uh, you've inherited my old beat maker. Yep, yep. I got the little controller. Yeah, you've been you've been plugging away at that with that thing at all. Um, yes, <clears throat> I've been messing with it a little bit. Um, just trying to get some drum patterns down. Learn how to uh, get Hell some yeah. chords. Hell yeah. Hell this yeah. is hard because the keys are so tiny and my fingers are so big. What DAW do you use again? You use some like... Uh, Mixcraft Pro 9 Studio. <laughs> Something that I've had for... Well, I've had it since Mixcraft 7, but they finally had an update. Oh, okay. So, How long have you, you used mix, uh, Mixcraft? Going on 10 years. Wow, dude. Yeah, going on 10 years. Damn. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that time. DAW. It's been pretty crafty. <laughs> you ever you ever uh, tried any other ones? You ever tried FL or Ableton? Or I have not. Um, I think I played with Reason back in college. Mm. If that's is that one right? Reason. That sounds familiar. Reason. Yeah. What you um, go to college for? Uh, biology. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I was actually someone uh, when I was in high school. I was really interested in biology. Yeah, I no, I wanted to go for um, music engineering, but that program wasn't at the school that I went to. Mm. But yeah. they made one after I graduated, so I was like, "That's <laughs> that's cool." You know, I discovered really quick about music engineering when I was like, when I was in high school, looking at jobs is not in Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> or like really many states in the Midwest. There's a couple hubs like in Minneapolis and. I could see that. Awesome. But of course it was like, you know, forty five, fifty thousand dollars a year. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. one of them schools closed down, I think. One like I had a friend that went to I think it's McNally or something like that in Saint Paul. Oh they, okay. They didn't have the funds to keep going, so they had to close the school down. Damn. Yeah, you know I I this might be a hot take, but like I've always had a lot of like resentment towards the idea of like an art school or like institutionalizing like the cra- like some artistic craft, the craft. right? It it, kind of, it makes sense like in a uh, older time, right? Like where people are really eager to learn and we don't have the internet and like all this available vast access. Like there is a time and a place where it does like make sense to have um, a collegiate university system, right? But like, especially something with art, living in the modern day, where you can go and if you want to learn how to play guitar, you can go buy a fifty dollar, hundred dollar guitar at some 
crap place whatever go on youtube that's what i'm doing right now awesome hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah How did you man. say that <clears throat> well that was something else you um you have been learning or have you known the violin yeah i know the violin okay but i'm gotta pick it back up yeah well and it, I, you notice that i still have my cello from high school yep, we'll i to, saw that when the we quartet in. the quartet may happen oh, the mccretan hero who quartet. else or not, or not quartet. Duet. I guess it'd be like, a you duet. know, two more people. Let's get it going. Let's get a band together. Let's go. We're starting a band. <laughs> what was that fucking underground uh, orchestra? Let's go. <laughs> what was that like, Apocalypto or something? The metal band that had all the cellists in it. I think so. You remember that? Um, that's an old movie. It's been a minute. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was when I was in high school. That shit was coming out. It's a hot time. <laughs> you see you're you're what 20 I'm 28 yeah yep. so it, i just graduated college when you were done in high school okay yeah oh that's it yeah because i'm 33 oh okay yep i thought we had more time between us honestly okay no i'm not that old well that's comforting no <laughs> <laughs> No, I used to hang out with this guy, this old guy. Uh, he's actually the first guest we've ever had on this podcast. His name's RJ. Number one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's this, like, <laughs> he's like this crazy political drunk guy. <laughs> but, like, he was a lot, I don't know. We just had a lot of wild times. And, like, that was back when I was drinking a lot and shit, just doing a lot of wild shit. <clears throat> so, I used to, I used to just, like, hang out with people that were, like, in their 40s when I was, like, 21, 22. Because, oh, like, so you got that old school knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, the old you school. Got some OG knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I was drinking like a fucking forty year old when I was <laughs> twenty three. Whiskey old scotch on the rocks. <laughs> I never got to scotch, but um, I was always a whiskey and bourbon guy. That was okay. always my go to. I still, I still miss like a cigar with a bourbon on rocks. Yeah, I saw I, you had that cigar. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, I enjoy the cigar for sure, like, by itself. It's still great, but, yeah. There's just something when you pair it with the whiskey specifically. Like, you have a drink of the whiskey. You have that, like, that bitter, like, just, like, like washed over taste almost. And then you kind of ignite it with, like, some nicotine, and it kind of just all blends together just really blends smoothly together in a way. Nice. For a nice evening. Yeah, right. You know, I almost kind of wish I... Maybe I should get some of those, like, smaller cigars and start doing, like... Like, not all the time, but, like, like couple, like four or five times a year. Like, just get a really nice cup of coffee. One of those, like, little mini cigars. Like, they're basically a cigarette, but it's just a little thicker. Yep. And just sit on my front porch and just drink a cup of coffee and have my cigar. That sounds like a great morning. Let me tell you. And when they legalize it, I can just do that with a blunt. And <laughs> Problems off. Be way better. <laughs> Fuck. Hurry up, Kim. was <laughs> good. <laughs> Hurry up. Good old Kim. Good old Kim. Yeah, nah, it's. I don't know much about Iowa politics. That's right. But, that's um, well. No, you lived in Iowa. Yeah, I've been in Iowa for a minute. That's right. You know, just don't pay attention to that noise. Sure. But I know. From what I've heard, she's not a great lady. No, she's terrible. Um, I, I I literally compare her to like an authoritarian dictator. Like I'm not even kidding, dude. Like um, with the cannabis industry is a great example. So obviously, recreational cannabis is illegal. Um, there is Delta Nine 
HHC and a couple other ones that you can get. Well, I don't even, I don't really technically know if you can buy the smokable ones legally, but you can't get the smokable versions of uh, Delta 8 and HHC. Like the the carts? Well, you can get the carts. You can also get like the pure nut, like the, like, like a marijuana, like oh. a cannabis nug, but it's just Delta um, that. And you can also get CBD. Um, but the thing that's fucked up is all of these um, all these products are made by one single company. Because Kim Reynolds has written it into mm. law to give just this one company access to making these products. To just have complete control so over the... Yeah. And of course she's taxing the fuck off it. I'm, I'm sure. You know, and that we know that the alcohol t- industry is taxed as fuck, so of course, just funnel it in. Give yeah, that, give me that good old money. <laughs> Cash rules everything around me. Cream, <laughs> get the money, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Money, money, money. Yeah, you know, that's kind of the weird. Like, I by no means like or enjoy the Democratic Party. And I don't. I wouldn't even say I would really want them necessarily, as opposed to Kim Reynolds. But there's something that's so loathing about like the idea of an entire state of people who just vote red because they just vote red. That's just, just what they do. It's just because what we've always done. Yep. They 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 wake up on election day. They open the paper. They're like, oh, who's the guy in the right today? Okay, I'll keep that name in mind when yeah. I go to the. I go to the poll booth today. No, I forgot so. who I was saying that with. I think it's going to take a few generations mm. for it to fold over to the other side, or at least get in more in towards the middle. Yeah, it's wild, man. You know, it. You really look at either side, and they're awful. They're re- like <laughs> both the left <laughs> and the right. It's. I, I was hearing my my coworkers the other day, like. Just regular citizens, they were both talking. They were saying the same thing. Like, you know, both seem like pretty liberal-minded people. And they were both like, yeah, they eat, both sides are just fucking awful. <laughs> I can't I can't imagine myself. It's weird, man. It's a weird time we live in. But, yeah, um, I don't know if you follow RFK at all. RFK Jr. I think you and I maybe I've, talked to him about, him, about heard, him a little bit. Yeah, that, that he's running for president. Yeah, well, presidency. here's the well, here's the wild thing. Supposedly, the DNC is going to make it so... Uh, I, I'm not like updating this information, but from what I understand, they're going to make it so that any primary vote that's cast for um, anybody in the DNC is going to go directly to Joe Biden, even if it's for RFK, which is what everybody's going to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? the DNC is always on the craziest shit. They did it with Bernie, and they're going to do it eight years later with so, RFK. They're just going to be like, yeah, nope, 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 right at the very end, right to Biden, right to Biden. God, I remember the alley hoop to Biden. The alley hoop to Biden. I remember when that was all coming down, and like looking at the DNC and just kind of like being a little hopeful and being like, okay, maybe, like even Buttigieg. Buttigieg wouldn't have been a good candidate by any means, but he wouldn't have been awful. He would have been a placeholder, and he would have managed. Right? It would have been okay. But like there were so many other people that could have been okay. Right? And they all <laughs> dropped out. Yep, and it was just like, like you really? This is what we're left with? Joe Biden? Oh, Sleepy Joe. God. Do you, do you think they wanted him on purpose to let the whole thing just break apart and tear down to shambles? To just bottom out? 
Yeah. Like the people at the top, like they just want the whole thing to crash and burn. So they're like, fuck it. Let's get the this, most nonsense old fucker that the we old have. Fart. Yeah. <laughs> the old fucker. fart that'll say anything we put on that card on that teleprompter. <laughs> maybe. If he can even read maybe it. Maybe. If he can. <laughs> And I was just kicking back and just laughing and watching his watching his press releases. Yeah. I will say I don't know if anybody could have predicted him getting lost. Like that's just a whole other entertaining. <laughs> it's not even like interesting anymore because it's happened so many times. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Joe. It's President Joe. <sighs> I remember I made a joke when he uh he fell on the bicycle. I was like, Oh look, he's finally leaning right. <laughs> Good old Jim. That motherfucker's always leaned right, though. Have you have you seen the clips of him uh, um, talking about like oh, what was the terminology? It's uh, um, not not something along the lines of like dangerous night black people or like home intruders. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm butchering the exact words, but there there's a famous clip of him from the seventies, like um, when like because he was like big with like the drug war. In that time and all that, like when he was like, you know, first getting into politics, he was like one of the big people that pushed that thing. And there's a clip of him like talk, like just describing black people as like being like night predators or something Damn. like that. Yeah, it's wild. Wow, I man. didn't know that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, they're hard to find, but um, back I, it they were. I feel like five, six years ago, like it was a little easier to find that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Like I like the last time I ever tried to dig up dirt and drop by it, and it's like it's hard, they man. Liked it. Even the like, even like the cocaine stuff was like kind of hard to find. A little bit, I don't cocaine know. in the eighties. No, the did, did you hear about them finding cocaine at the White House? Nah. What? Nah. I oh my god, this is dude. This happened like a month and a half ago, two months ago. Um, I guess that's why they call it the White House. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> man, they had a, they found a big baggie of cocaine in the lobby. Oh, and yeah, and I mean, so we we all know who's cocaine. <laughs> what keeps joe up in the daytime yeah you know it i can't imagine the kind of low week the biden's were having for hunter to switch to crack you know what i mean like why didn't he just keep getting the the pure because <clears throat> well, i get this smoking it probably has a faster effect i'm guessing that's probably what it is it probably hits the bloodstream quicker <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> i couldn't tell Pat, you. you don't know this yep. <laughs> smoking crack all day that's all I do now. So I moved to the city. Sorry, mom. Hey, how else do you think I get the energy to do this podcast? <laughs> this shit's hard, man. <laughs> this shit's fucking hard, man. Yeah, I saw your. I saw your. Uh... <laughs> I was gonna say I saw your pound of crack in the back. <laughs> but we'll just edit that out. Pat came in, he saw me in the kitchen, he was like, We making some dinner, Coleman? I'm like, nope. Just making a little something just else. Whipping it. Uh what's who's the uh oh Mijos Migos? The cooking the dope of the newsy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stirring my crack cooking with <laughs> an Uzi gun. <laughs> Out here in Beaverdale, cooking cooking crack. Cooking crack. Yeah, that that's the downfall to moving here. Is that <laughs> my crack? It's a lot harder to cook my crack. 
<laughs> I have a little fucking uh, um, uh, hot table, hot stove, little hot stove, stove heater in the corner. What the fuck are those things called? A stove heater. Those little fucking the, the, the it, furnace. No, it's like a it's like a stove, but it's a little box, and you plug it into the wall. What are those fucking things called? We used to use them to like like the heat up like hot burner. No, I I don't know. Maybe I said like we used to use them to like heat up the um the hookah coals. Yeah, there's one time we, we like were, it just heat up like it has a coil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the red little hot plate. Hop. There we go. Hey, a hot plate. There we go. A hot plate. Yeah, man. <laughs> one of the times I was in South Dakota, we uh, my ex-wife had some friends. They were big uh, hookah heads. And they they had a shed with <laughs> hookah shed. <laughs> but but going. it was like but it was like in the middle of winter. So it's like in the middle of January. It's like negative twenty degrees, and we're all like bundled up in like snow pants and That's dedicated. Yeah, and they're heating up the coals for the hookah on this hot plate <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> We're all just like hitting this hookah like off a floor, like all that. Like this is like this is miserable. Like we were at least smoking weed during it too, and like you know, it was fun. Like it's funny. I came today actually. I came across like some old like home videos and photos like from with me, my wife, ex-wife, and like I was watching them, and like I was watching like how many cigarettes we were pounding down. How we're like all oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the just whole time, yeah. <laughs> like oh my god like it's crazy to look back on your uh you know do like your past experiences where you're like i uh, just did some dumb. you said that was south dakota yeah yeah we're uh i i, I always describe south dakota as just basically being iowa but methier how <laughs> how long how long were you there um so i went to college in south dakota for about a, a little less than a year Actually, both I guess both times I was in South Dakota was nine months. Yeah, I did nine months in college, and I did nine months right before I got separated slash divorced. So, so what brought you to Des Moines? Um, so my my father uh, became a well, he was a prosecutor. Well, he was a county attorney, I guess. Okay. Um, in our county for a uh, long time, and then he got a prosecutor job, um, and then now he's a judge. So he kind of worked his way up that way. Um, but yeah, so that was how that was why we kind of all relocated to one but, yeah but it was weird because like um where i went to college at the university of dakota it was like um it was actually like because my town was like right by the south dakota iowa border where i grew up so it was only like a 40 oh no you're good um so it was only like a 45 minute drive but then like we <laughs> we moved to des moines right before i was started college so like every time i went home it was like a four hour trek <laughs> you know yeah, it was funny. I thought I was going to be visiting everybody that I went to high school with, and that, that happened, like, one time. It was, <laughs> it was weird. I'm like, guys, I, I smoke weed now. I'm an atheist. I don't. <laughs> I'm not in your church group vibe. Like Left and seen things. <laughs> Come to the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't miss small town bullshit at all. Fuck, I remember living in South Dakota. We, we uh, lived right next to a church. Like our building, like the the 
like, shared a parking lot with right? a church. No, like we shared a building with the church. Like it was our apartment complex on the corner, oh. and then a church. Oh, see. so okay. we would like be out drinking Saturday nights, like <laughs> two, three in the morning, right? And then we'd wake up four or five hours later <laughs> to the them tuning their bass, and then like just stirring up eight in the morning, and I'm like. I would like go on Facebook and bitch, and I had so many friends like just start like playing like the Wu Tang Clan out your window and like start yelling at them. I remember we'd like be out smoking cigarettes, and they would <laughs> they'd come they'd leave for church, and we'd like they'd be like exiting the doors like five six feet away, and we were just on the corner like just <laughs> <laughs> smoking cigarettes, Chain smoking. <laughs> Take this, Jesus. yeah. Did y'all have fun? <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. The the contrast between where I grew up and this town, like that town was more racist and less religious and the town that I grew up in was like more religious and less racist. Like it was well more more homophobic. Gotcha. Like the homophobia was higher in like my town than the racism, I feel like. Maybe I was just an ignorant fuck. I don't know. <laughs> it was probably still there, but like prominently, but I don't know. I feel like mo- when I heard people bitch about things, it was always about the gays <laughs> as they call them <laughs> so when you got to Des Moines was that around the time that I met you no I th- I think you and I because you and I met like what 2017 yeah ish 2018 I think 2017 yeah. yeah you know it's funny I was actually just talking to my girlfriend about this you were one of the only people that I know that actually that knew me when I was still married or at least with my ex-wife. Yeah. Because I was with my ex-wife, which is bizarre. But she wasn't there. It yeah. Was, oh no, she, she no she no she she wasn't a, she wasn't supportive, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had to leave because she was. Oh, get this. So I had to leave the night that we met. I had to go home and leave because this bitch was like freaky. Because she she had this problem where like she, I would leave her alone, and she would get lonely and be like, "I'm gonna hurt myself," and like all this cra- it just wild shit, right? And it, it was one of those nights. I was like, I, I that's why like I left right after my sex. I was like, oh, I gotta go take. I get home. This bitch is sleeping on the couch. I'm not even kidding you. Sleeping on the couch. I went. I went and like fucking loaded a bowl. I'm like. Fuck. <laughs> But it's okay. My uh, my rap career wouldn't have. Uh, I know it'd be di- it'd be interesting if I had kept with the raps. Like if I had, if I was not a podcaster, if I was just you were still. Um, you went by McCreeton, right? McCreeton, yep. McCreeton. <laughs> we we never did the combo album, man. <laughs> well, I don't think I've put anything out since I've met you. Yes, yeah, it was like, you know, collabs. Yeah, man. Well, hey, you know, may, I, I've always kind of had the thought that uh, once um, that area, you know, the the brand new news studio, when that's set up, you know, we have a little more room in here. Maybe we could do some kind of recording studio type stuff. Get yeah. you in here and just hang out, make some stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a good time. It would be cool, man. You know, and that's, that, that's another reason why I'm so glad that, you know, you're finally here in the city is like I... Uh, 
I mean, you were already making connections. I mean, yep. which is I, for anybody in Iowa, like you, that was living in like the sticks, as they say, like in a small town, and still able to like go around and drive around and make the connections. Like to do that is impressive. Yeah, put fuck. in the work. Exactly, you gotta, you gotta put in the work. Exactly. If you, yeah, I mean, well, if you live out here in general, but like especially if you're in a small town, you're putting forth like an extra effort than like someone like me who's, yep. you know, well, I guess us now that live, you know, lives in Des Moines. Yeah, you put in the work. Stay late. Help them put chairs away if they need it. You know, shake hands. Hey, who's the owner? How can I get on the next one? Who threw this event? Who's the yeah. DJ? You know, you just go around meeting people. Some people, you know, remember you. You get to kick it more. And, you know, some people pass. That's, yeah. You know, that's part of life. So yeah. I think it's cool, you know, that our circle is starting to grow. Like, because mm-hmm. I think, was it because OBS got on here? Because us probably or something like that i think that sounds right or the other way around i actually don't even really remember how i got in touch with him it was probably through you that makes sense either you or dk but i think i probably knew him before i knew dk it's crazy like how all our circles Mm -hmm. started you know connecting to each other yeah man well you know that's i mean that's what i was gonna say that's you know the thing that's so cool about you moving to des moines is i feel like you know your talent you know i'm really hoping that you are really able to blossom in the city and like really just you see Thank how you, many man. different venues that. there are you know you know gabe right dirt, yeah. Nat, dirt lord yeah yeah did you did you ever combo with him um kind of i did a, Ish. i did a track on lolo's album that's right that's right that one was by yeah. him that's why i thought yeah, well, um, you know, I've worked with him um, on a lot of stuff. Like, you know, obviously with the podcast, but you know, yeah, b- with I saw music the, too. There was an acting thing that. Yes, the, that the I, I forget film, right? about that. Yep, yep, yep. He was in the horror film. He was in the Tinder Gang. Uh, he was in a lot of different stuff, man. So it's G Seven. <laughs> Hell yeah, G. That's right. He went by G Seven. I forget that. God damn how yeah well i mean that's the thing man like there, there's so many of these motherfuckers are growing and you know i think i think you moving here i think you're gonna i'm really hoping that you you know we're, you're on the same train that we're all on you know yep. growing and doing stuff and doing stuff yeah doing stuff. <laughs> oh yeah just doing, doing, stuff. Just doing stuff just hanging out <laughs> nah man i was trying to get ready for this baby on the way i was ju- i was just thinking of asking about that man uh how does this feel uh um, so it's happening in january yes sir um and so that's th- three months away yeah, three about months. yeah man so how's it how's it feel being a father um it's funny because we just we sorry we just had david in here and he's about to be a father too so i'm I'm prepared i'm fresh you know? <laughs> so, yeah sorry. i'm preparing <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i'm not nah, doing shit it's, over here. it's exciting um i mean i grew up around kids uh, my grandma ran a daycare, and mm. you know I raised all my little cousins and okay. raised my little brothers. So, so like I'm used to kids, um, okay. but I'm excited to be a father to one. Yeah, like, you know, I get to do it from scratch. Uh, you know, with my wife and as a family and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, it's exciting. I don't, I don't know what to. do do or what to expect but i think you're supposed to just you know (laughs) just be glad she's healthy and yeah and just roll with the punches yeah man well uh 
yeah do you, do you feel prepared or are you kind of just i mean um, you kind of just go into it open-minded how are you i feel like mentally 100 percent, 100 percent ready i'm i'm so excited awesome financially <laughs> that's a whole other podcast he, yeah no 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 we got some we got some money saved up and yeah we both we got some jobs. stuff for her and uh, me and wife we got some got some great opportunities we got some great jobs so we'll we'll be okay we'll be great yeah um a lot of people are excited for us um, we're just trying to make a village because her family's real small and my family's like a thousand miles away. So we're just trying to, you know, <laughs> get our friends, you know, in our friend circle yeah. that, you know, also have kids or, you know, that are just down to kick it with us because we have kids. Because I know that cuts into a lot of plans and stuff like sure. that. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, just want to surround myself with the people that, you know, that are cool that I have a kid you know, want to be around the kid or want to help the kid and stuff like that yeah for sure yeah I mean I I, I will admit I'm not the best with kids <laughs> I have this job I, I take school photos right now so I take pictures of uh, pre-k through. Oh, that's good practice <laughs> <laughs> practice for what that's any, the- <laughs> any, of them, any of them throw stuff at you do they throw stuff at me? Yeah. No. God, no. I would quit if they threw stuff at me. Holy shit. Um, no. The worst I've ever deal with is, like, some attitude. Like, they don't want to do it. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to do it either. So, there's, there's a point where if you don't want to do it, then I don't want to do it. Just so, we'll just do it. Just pretend it's your TikTok. Come on. Come on. Do this for the talk. Do it for the talk. Yeah. Practice. Fuck calling it picture day. They should just call it doing it for the talk. <laughs> you kids want to stand out on TikTok? This is, this is where it practice. Starts. This is where it starts. Practice, baby. This is the indoctrination <laughs> to teach people how to do the TikTok. Yeah, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's just wild. You know, I, I think a lot. I'm kind of very wild. getting to the Little stage ones. in my life where more and more people around me are having kids. It's, yeah, it's odd. I mean, we're grateful that it's planned. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, we were a month early, but you know, <laughs> what can you do? Yeah, well, you know, it's <clears throat> funny. Uh, David, uh, who you, who you talked to when uh, we moved, it was kind of yeah. the same thing with them. Like they, I, they weren't planned to start trying to have the kid until August, and oh, I think they had. Yeah, they think they they had it. They well, she became pregnant in June, I think. That's crazy. Late June, so. Yep. <laughs> it's wild, man. Yeah, I. I uh, that baby's doing February. Yep. Yep. Right around the same time. Yeah. It's wild, man. Uh, I. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that experience for me personally, but I. I, I really applaud anyone who finds himself like like you and like people like you and David who are like in stable situations and like are wanting to have kids because they want to have them and they yeah. want to bring some you know bring something into this world and actually you know give it utility and that kind of thing like doing it the right way have a kind heart etc. I think uh, I, I think you're a prime example of that so uh, I I applaud you and well, thank uh, you. I really hope that all goes well. And I look forward to meeting little Deround Hero Junior. <laughs> yeah, little Miss Round, little Miss Round Rosie. 
That's right. It's a girl, right? Yep. I, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean cool. to misgender did, your baby. Uh, <laughs> did uh, David find out what he was having? Yet? So okay. So here's the thing with them. Are so they close? know. Oh, they saw. They've known the- for so no. So they've known for a while, but they're doing this like extremely elaborate <laughs> fucking gender reveal. We're all like fucking sick of it. We're like, come on, just just fucking tell us. Like we'll act surprised, you know. Um, I have my suspicions. So I think it's a boy. So we'll see. By that. the time this episode comes out, we'll know. So that's in two weeks. Oh uh, no! So this uh, the reveal is actually this Saturday. Oh, this nice. coming Saturday. But you're excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, it, Molly's excited. Yeah, I think I know. I think they slipped up, and I I think I know it's a boy. I'm a, yeah, that's what I was gonna guess. You're guessing a boy. Yep. Guess we'll yeah. find out. I feel like David would be more depressed if it was a girl. <laughs> His spirits would be lower. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, I'm having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Uh, hell yeah, man. It's wild. Wild times. Definitely wild times. Crazy how time flies. Yeah, man. Because we met at, it was a biker bar, wasn't it? That we met yep. at? Yep. Yeah. What was that place called? Big Ed's or something like that. That's right. Yeah. Were you there when the chick stripped? Um. Yeah, I got there early. I think I was the first one there. Yeah. And the, nope, I lied. I was the last one there. That's the right. God damn up, it! Because I was the last one to sign up. This chick I used to work with got fucking like she like dropped her pants and was like <laughs> it like fucking twerking in front of me and getting just super drunk and maybe really uncomfortable. And I was like, this is at the con- this is, at the contest at that yes at that contest. <laughs> And I was like, I've never performed before. I'm literally already seen pussy. <laughs> well, I'm about to fucking do this shit. Okay. We had All right. first performance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it lived up to the hype. <laughs> Goddamn, man. Shit's wild. Yeah, it's you know it's it's weird being like it's not not weird like it's good, but it's it's a uh, it's a weird like feeling content with being settled down. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. I've been kind of, that's something I've been kind of personally realizing for myself the last year. Cuz so I was always worried about that. I was always worried about like being the guy who always wants to just like chase tail and like not be able to settle down, but um you know, you find a lot of comfort in just you know, having a partner, having a soulmate, you know. Yep. Um making it's a home base. Yeah, it's important, man. It's important. Um you know, I think it's important for people to shoot for that, yep. you know, in general, like, you know, however that looks like, you know, and the important thing is being happy. Oh, yeah. At, at the end, the end, of, the end day. of the day, as long as you're happy, that's what makes sense. <sighs> yeah, exactly, man. So how long, how long, how long you been with Molly? Uh, four years. In April, it'll be four years. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, when we knew each other for a little bit before that, we, uh, we like both. It's kind of funny because we like both left our partners the same month, and we kind of um, so we were kind of like both on the same track of time when we met each other. And admittingly, like got together really like soon after I was separated. Like I was seeing her before the divorce even okay. went through. Um, and I don't know. It's it's just weird kind of thinking back like. You know, it's it's one. It was one of those situations where you would predict like it wouldn't really 
work out right like it would just be kind of, like it's quote unquote rebound right for but sure. like but like it, it, you know we i think we both like developed and matured through that whole process together and like it ended up just being um yeah a really good thing so yeah it's, it's been, where you guys actually meshed and yeah you know mesh just people yeah um someone that's like able to put my bullshit i mean that's that's the number one right that's the number one quality um if you if you find somebody you can't deal with that it's not gonna last long yeah <laughs> facts yeah that's an important thing uh yeah somebody that understands you you know understands who you are it's fucking important um shit man well, we're at the we're about, about the 45 minute mark uh last question do you have any predictions for the election <laughs> kanye Kanye from out of nowhere. Kanye West. Um, Do you think he has a comeback? Do you think he's got an album in the vault that he's going to bring out? He's going to make his kids do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Calling it right now. Uh, That's the most Jewish shit ever. (laughs) Northwest is going to drop her college dropout. (laughs) <laughs> Calling it. well you know i almost forgot about this actually uh one thing that we um have not done in a while um that we like to do in this podcast has been requested for a minute is the fucked up bucket oh, um man. this is after th- this was conceived after the time you've last been on so this is a new thing um in here is a series of questions prompts statements Etc. that are quote-unquote fucked up. Uh, you do not have to pull a card from this bucket, but if you don't, you're a pussy. So <laughs> I, I always recommend um, to take it out. And um, yeah, just uh, take the card and uh, read it out loud. And uh, I will do the same. A hottie in a wheelchair. Wasted potential or a pussy on wheels? What's your verdict? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go pussy on wheels. Hey, point for she's the disabled. Still, still a person. You have a chance. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, you're good. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, I never, I never tell people that. <laughs> I never tell people, hey, don't put it back in. Um, but yeah, all right. <laughs> Shit. What was your answer? Oh my answer! Oh, uh, yeah, hottie on wheels for sure. Hell yeah, man! That dude, you could just fucking, you could just pop it in right, right after work. <laughs> She's already right there. You're just like, all right, I'll well, click off the break and. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure she's fixed though, because that's, that would be a. That's why we got a wrap. That's why we got a ramp in the bed. <laughs> That's why we have a ramp on the bed. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's like the fucking. You ever see the pictures of like the really poorly designed houses, where there's like a tub, there's like a tub at the top of like a pit, oh. like a set of stairs and shit like that. Just <laughs> that just that just reminds me of that. Uh, okay. Uh, we need to take the bisexuals out of LGBTQ plus. 
Because being horny doesn't make you special. <laughs> that was an iffy one. My editor, my editor opposed to that that joke, but I kept it in. I was like, I, I, I I'm determined. Free speech, um, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Drowned hero, uh, Pac Man, aka Pac Man. Uh, what I'm surprised you remember that? <laughs> I'm surprised more people don't. That was like that was what I originally knew you as. Yep. Yeah, I had to drop that because I can't afford that. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, is that the same game as the video game I've been playing? No, 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 not at all. It's P A C C C C C. That's like a um, Scott. Can you do that? So, here what? Can you do that? Would it pass? <laughs> yeah, you probably. Just put like six C's on there. You could take it to court. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like that movie uh, Scott Pokemon versus the World. Did you ever see that? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, like the fuckman. You could just be fuckman. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, kids. <laughs> Do you like violence? Want to see me stick nine inch nails in each one of my eyelids? Want to copy me and do exactly like I did? Try see it. <laughs> Get pissed off. <laughs> what my life is. Oh, classic. Uh, Duran Hero Pac-Man, what do, you, um, what do you want to tell the people? Uh, where can they find you? What's coming down the pipeline? Uh, all that. Um, what can I tell the people? Go love somebody. Um, Hell yeah. Good words. You know, just help where you can. Be who you are. You know, don't hide that shit. Um, where you can find me, I am in the 515 now. Um, I really be online like that. If anything, you can get me on Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah. It's the round hero, D-A, round hero. Um, what, what I got coming in the works? Um, we'll probably try to have a single coming at least by Thanksgiving. Nice. I think that's a good goal. I'll say it on record, so I, I gotta hold myself accountable. Hell yeah, man! Well, uh, when that drops, let me know. We'll uh, we'll promote the hell of it on the show. We'll we'll throw it in the beginning for a little bit. Oh yeah, Thanksgiving so. special. Hell yeah, Pack Drown Hero Patrick. It's been a fucking honor, man. Um, yeah, I always I always have told people I think you're one of the most unique and talented. Uh, MCs in the area and uh, anybody who is in the music in the music realm, please tap in with this man. Uh, do some work, work with him. I guarantee you, it will benefit everybody. Um, thank guys, you, thank you. yeah, thank no problem, man. Uh, guys, Macau Stars podcast. We're here every Monday at 7 p.m. We got a website macaustars.com. We also have a Patreon um, where we have exclusive content and videos there. Um, we also have two other podcasts that we've recently started, the Guts and Core podcast, where uh, me and Molly review horror movies. That drops every Thursday at 2 p.m. We also have the um, Unhinged and Uncensored. I, I keep fucking up the name. Unhinged and Uncensored podcast, where uh, me and Lolo Savage, a um, guest who's been on the podcast several times, uh, me and him just talk about bullshit, random life. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that drops every Tuesday at 2 p.m. So go check those out. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Peace.